Good day everyone, you're listening to Time for Your Hobby, and this is episode 185, ABAB Up Down Right. I'm your host Alex, and today I have the honor to have Sharon as my guest on the show. How are you doing today? I'm good, I'm good. You know, I just, you know, had dinner, I'm all good, ready to relax and just talk about awesome stuff. Yeah, apparently awesome stuff is always on the menu in this podcast, and before this podcast episode started, Sharon and I were just catching up and talking about everything and anything that came to our mind. This is this is how friendships go. You talk about everything. But today we're going to be focusing on one specific thing, which we haven't mentioned yet in our pre-discussion. Today we're going to be talking about playing video games. But before we do that, I'm sure the listeners would love to know who is Sharon. I'm an alien from Neptune. I have come to steal the time for your hobby host position from Alex. And yeah, starting episode 186 and beyond, I will be the host and you will never hear from Alex again. No, I'm just going to be in the background editing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but in all seriousness, hello, my name is Sharon. Uh, most people know me as Mina, but whenever I do something podcast related, I go by Sharon. And that's because of my podcast's name, Sharon Stuff. It's supposed to be, you know, a play on words. So. Yeah, I'm a podcaster like Alex here, and I'm also an aspiring voice actor, just taking some classes, just trying to get better, just see how the industry is and kind of just seeing where it goes. If I go professional, that's great. If I don't, I don't. I don't want to force it. Yeah. And I'm just someone who likes to geek out over video games and anime. Yeah, and we did geek out over anime in your episode when I was a guest, and now I'm having you here for video games. And don't don't be very modest. You're modest right now. She has the charisma. She has the personality to be a fantastic voice actor. She puts in the effort as well. She's really passionate about uh, audio editing. So, yeah, anybody who's interested, Sharon, the links are down below. Actually, before the links are down below, that's a perfect segue. Do you have any social media links or websites or projects you're working on that you would love to share with the listeners? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. If you have Twitter or Instagram, I can be found at KMSharon95. I do have a website, SharonStuffPod.com. You can go there, check it out. Uh, you can see latest podcast episodes. I sometimes There's only one post, I think, but I do eventually plan on having more what I like to call off the pod posts. That just some thoughts that I'm like, eh, it's not really worth making into a podcast episode. So I kind of just do a write-up, kind of like blog style, but... Not really. I don't know. Sure. And you can also see just a little bit of my voice acting stuff, see my gear, get linked to my casting call club page and so on and so forth. I'll put that down below so people can go check that out. And of course, show you a lot of love. And now we're going to jump into the topic of playing video games. For people who might not know, I love playing video games. I grew up with it. So this is a wonderful conversation I love talking about. So for you, Sharon, how did you get introduced to playing video games? It's just something I grew up with. I don't know if it's something someone particularly introduced me to. Maybe I think the closest thing would be my older brother. We both grew up playing video games since we were really young. Yeah, like I don't know. I don't remember someone intentionally be like, hey, you should play this video game or this. Yeah, the closest thing I think I probably saw my brother play video games. I thought it was really cool and probably decided to do it myself. And ever since then, I've been playing video games. And 
it's just something I really enjoy. And I hope that other people can get into it as well. Okay, so I have to ask you, rephrase the question. What was the first video game that kind of got you hooked on video games? Like you saw this, whether it's like Mario or any other type of game, you're like, wow, this is cool. I want to play this more or play other video games. The video games that really got me hooked. I feel like I need to give some credit to Pokemon. It's just something I've been playing for the longest time. My first game being yellow version for the Game Boy Color. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my, oh my, oh my goodness. <laughs> just a warning to you listeners, be prepared to feel old. <laughs> Yo, I, I wouldn't lie. Blue was my first video game as well. Pokemon Blue. And this may be contra- uh, controversial to people, but I think the spirits or the sprites, I forget what the correct term is, of that game, like the Pokemons, they look so menacing and so cool. So yeah, that's just me. But Yellow, I played as well. So did you keep Pikachu? Like was Pikachu on your team? Or are you kind of like, ah, I didn't want Pikachu on my team? Uh, I think I kept Pikachu. Wait, I can't, I can't even remember if, wait, you can can you take Pikachu off your team? I don't know. <laughs> I don't. Okay. I can't. I can't. Rem- I can't remember if yellow version was slightly different. No, I think you can. But uh, it's like, why? Why would you take Pikachu off your team? Yeah, they're crazy. It's like, why? Pikachu, yeah, you shouldn't do that. No, Pikachu's nice. Pikachu's the only. Yeah, it's the only Pokemon that can follow you around in yellow version. Until the later generations, where you can have all the Pokemon's follow you around, where then you choose Pikachu to follow you around again. <laughs> yeah it it has to be Pikachu always yeah 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 okay so if we're talking about Pokemon Yellow have you ever revisited that game and play it more recently with just the feel of nostalgia not recently as of like as of this moment in past years I feel like the last time I played Yellow was a while ago but I did play it again after initially playing it as a kid and I'm like oh my gosh like I have to rely on Lamplight (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the latest game. <laughs> oh my goodness. Today's like kids, people or whatever, so spoiled with the LED backlit screens or whatever. You know, back in our day, we had to play <laughs> by lamplight. <laughs> tell me, tell me you've experienced this. Playing Game Boy in the car and it's only streetlights. That is your reference of when you can actually start moving and seeing what's happening on the screen. I don't know if I ever did that. But I feel like I have friends that definitely told me about that. The thing is, I didn't have my own Game Boy. My brother and I had to share. So it's possible that uh, he didn't let me or I don't know, maybe I just couldn't, wasn't allowed to bring it. But that, that's so funny, though. So you mentioned your brother. You and your brother love playing video games. So when you guys play with each other, do you... Are you more competitive or are you more cooperative? Like when it comes to video games, you like playing more co- uh, competitive video games or cooperative ones? We don't really play video games together nowadays, but when we were younger, we definitely played together a lot. I don't know if competitive is the right word. We definitely wanted to try to win, but we weren't so competitive that like we'd be just going crazy about it, that like we get fights over it. Like now it's like we try to win, but try to have fun at the same time. But deep down inside, you're like, I will defeat you. I will become a Pokemon master. No, I'm kidding. Of course, of course. <laughs> yeah, it's in our nature. How did you yes. know my secret plan? Because it's the same one as mine. <laughs> 
And the same one as every other kid who's played any video game that has co-op. Absolutely. That is exactly true. And to this day, I still believe it. <laughs> so we talked about oh, yeah. the past of video games, but let's, let's snack back, snack back, snap back to reality to today. What is your preferred type of video games to play? For me, I prefer JRPG turn-based games. So for those who have no idea what that is, JRPG, the J part is Japanese, like some Japanese company, you know, made it. RPG is role-playing game. So you select a character and you go around pretty much as that character. And then turn-based is literally you're taking turns. So I select an action, opponent selects an action, and we're literally going back and forth. Sorry, I feel like I just had to kind of explain that because I remember talking about video games just briefly with some of my friends at church. And I said like, yeah, my favorite like preferred games are JRPG turn-based games. And they'd be like, what? what? I don't know what that means. So <laughs> just in case, for those of you who don't know, now you know. See? Well, I, I knew because I played a whole bunch of video games. So for you, which one is your favorite JRPG? Oh, that's, oh, I saw this question and <laughs> oh my goodness. This is like selecting the favorite anime all over again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, why you would you do this one. to you me? You have to, you gotta choose one. I, I, okay, I can't choose a single game, but I can choose a series. And the series I choose is the Trails sub-series of Legend of Heroes. So, so those of you who may be familiar, it's the like, Trails in the Sky, Trails of Cold Steel, those games. And I say sub-series because Legend of Heroes actually has other sub-series that has nothing to do with trails. Oops, I hit my paper. Um, <laughs> you didn't hear that. No, no, no. No, it was the good luck charm. It was the good luck fairy. Okay. But yeah, it's just, it's just such a good series. The storytelling, the characters, the fact that it's JRPG turn-based. <laughs> There's a, a plethora of JRPGs out there. What makes it actually stand out? So you said it's the story. Is there something specific in the story that just like makes it so much better than all the other ones you've played without revealing too much spoilers? Okay. Spoilers? <laughs> no, this is... Oh, no, 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 no. I will talk about this as much as I... No. no this, is your, this is your podcast. I will re respect your this wishes. This is your episode. You can talk about, about whatever you want. Okay, I'll talk about dancing turtles in the next room. So there's these elderly... <laughs> okay. I'll need to have you back for that episode, yes. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. Stay tuned for the next episode. Of dancing turtles. Of dancing turtles. But um, the uh, yeah, the storytelling is probably the, the biggest thing um, about this series for me. Not only is it just, just so well like sought out and displayed through the characters, the events, and so on, but... It just spans across literally the entire series that there's there's callbacks, there's flashbacks, there's just connections from game to game. And to me, I'm just like, I love how this one fleshed out narrative from different perspectives. And not all series do that or do it well or do it to my particular taste. I just want to mention the Fire Emblem series. Great series. Another RPG turn-based game. But the thing with Fire Emblem, most of the games are standalone. There's like a couple that actually have sequels, direct sequels. But for the most part, 
they're not really connected with each other, not even set necessarily in the same world. Like maybe you can argue and theorize and whatnot, but yeah, like Fire Emblem, seriously, great series, awesome. And it doesn't necessarily need to be connected, but it's just one thing I really appreciate about the Trail series. And it, it it's just really done well. And I just highly recommend if you love storytelling and video games, you really, really should try this out. For me, one of my favorite video games growing up was a video game called Golden Sun. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> okay, you've heard of it. <laughs> I yeah. love that game. Oh my gosh, I have a story about this. Okay, let's hear it. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I oh my goodness. So Golden Sun is great, by the way. Also try it out. So I think I just found Golden Sun, the, the third game, specifically the third game that's for the DS called Golden Sun Dark Dawn. And for some reason, I did not realize it was the third game. <laughs> so I literally buy it and I'm like, okay, this is great. There's, there was like the parents generation. I'm like, okay, that's, you know, that's fine. It's, you know, you, you don't necessarily need to know exactly what happened to, during their generation. Right. So I played through the game literally at least a few times and then somehow i stumble across wait there's two games that came before mm -hmm. this one are you serious <laughs> so i don't know how that happened but it did you would think i would notice maybe i did but i brush it off be like oh it, you know it's fine like, whatever you, you don't uh, there's some details that don't get explained but you know it's it's fine maybe i'll be bothered for like a little bit but then i play more of the game and and just forget about it but <laughs> but that's like one of the sweet but, things yeah, about eventually... video games where like you open up a bag of chips you eat all your chips and you're like oh it's all done then you look at the bottom there's one big one you're like oh, yes yeah and so eventually i bought the first two games that are on the game boy advance i bought them off ebay i did play through the first one i technically started the second one but I have so many video games to play. And honestly, I do prioritize Trails and Fire Emblem and Genshin Impact over Golden Sun. So Golden Sun's been collecting some dust. I'm sorry. It's a great game. It's a great <laughs> like series. But... Uh, in due time, you might come back to it in the future. Maybe 15, 20 years Oh yeah, for now. sure. For know. sure. For sure. The money I spent on those games. Oh my god. Retro gaming. That just reminds me. Oh my goodness. Retro gaming is so ex <laughs> Oh, my wallet. <laughs> yeah, your wallet. Who, who, money's overrated. Who needs money when you have video games, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's okay. You can you can go bankrupt and, you know, live live in a um snow 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 globe. Snow hut. Uh, you know, you know, igloo. There we go. <laughs> snow globe. Okay, I might need a scoop of gear to do that, but sure, yeah, I can do that. Yeah, yeah snowing all the time. <laughs> I'm like dancing around the term. I'm just like, oh wait, I'm describing it, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I promise you guys, English is my first primary language. I, I'm sure. Don't you hear? No, I'm like, <laughs> don't worry, English is my second language. I guess. And you sound great. Well, but te technically, my father yells at me in English. My mother yells at me in French. So, both of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then my son, you know, it's English, French, and Korean, so. Oh boy, he, how is that? It's confusing. Going up trilingual? <laughs> yeah, it's it's confusing, I think, maybe for him. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure out in 10 years from now. 
But actually, a random question that just popped up in my head. We were talking about how you play a bunch of different JRPGs. Are there any features that don't exist in JRPG right now that you thought of, oh, this mechanic would make this a lot more enjoyable, but doesn't exist, but you wish it did? I don't know. It's hard to say going from old games to new games. Because generally speaking, they're supposed to get better, right? You know, in theory, I don't know. That's really that's really hard to say. Like, I can, I think I can somewhat easily go from new games to old games. I wish mechanics were had existed then, but like, I don't know. I can't think of anything right now that the old games had that the new games don't. Can you think of anything? Because I don't know. Maybe I'll get my brain juices flowing. For new games, I really can't think of anything. Maybe something integrated with AI, like more advanced AI or some sort of way where what you say, like you can speak to your console in a way and it will have an impact on how the game plays out. So kind of like uh, Divinity Original Sins 2, where every single action has an impact on what you do. You could be kind. Remember the game Fable? Kind of the same concept. You could choose to be good or evil. I don't know if any JRPGs has that mechanic yet, or it's been going on for over 20 years or so. But yeah, this is just me thinking off the top of my head. Uh, Are you saying like the branched paths? Yeah, some like, well, not necessarily just branched paths, but more like the more good you do, the, like you go on a good path versus the more evil you do, you go on an evil path. So not like maybe a branch that splits into two, <laughs> not a full tree. You're like, Alex, no. <laughs> I, I, I can't think of anything. I could, yeah, again, I can't think of anything that's new that can go in, that goes into old, oh wait, no, old that goes into new. Because mm, like I could go from new going to old and just speaking about golden sun. My goodness, you you should know, right? How annoying in the first games, how like you had to have a certain gin set, like standby, not standby to get the overworld magic or whatever. My goodness, <laughs> how thankfully they fixed that in Dark Dawn that like, because each character has a elemental affinity. So for example... The main character, Matthew, is Earth-affiliated. And so his Earth-moving or whatever thing is just set regardless of your gen setup. So, oh my goodness. that I am so thankful for that in Dark Dawn. My goodness, how annoying it was in the first game. And speaking about the annoyance of it, this is a perfect segue. What games seemed promising to you but ended up being a disappointment? Okay. So there are a couple games that I was kind of interested in because they were turn-based JRPGs. And the first game I want to mention is Fairy Fencer F Advent Dark Force. So I, I think I was just scrolling through Steam or whatever, the library, just going through the JRPGs and be like, hey, oh, this game might be interesting. This game might be interesting. Come across this. And so I decided to go onto YouTube and look up a playthrough. Someone, you know recorded themselves playing it and i watched through their first episode and it was funny i like i love the guy who um was commentating he goes by the name of senpai blade and i loved his commentary the characters were funny but at the same time just like eh, i guess i don't know if i could get through an entire game with like 
these characters like this. Like, I feel like maybe I should throw them a bone more or something. Like, it's just the beginning. Maybe they'll get better. But I don't know. The part, just looking at the game, I'm just like, I don't know if I would go for it. I don't, maybe I have to play it myself, but I, I, I just wasn't sold. But I don't know if I would say I had high hopes for this game. But I was hoping that like it'd be interesting enough to me where I'd be like, yeah, I want to add this to my library. So if it goes on sale ever, I will get notifications for it. But I think the biggest thing about that game was the main character, Fang. Just he is the laziest <laughs> character I have ever come across. <laughs> my goodness. Like he like he ends up in jail because he stole bread because he was hungry. And I don't think it's necessarily because he was poor, but he just stole bread. And he's so lazy that he's like, no, I'm going to stay in jail because I get fed. And this fairy, whatever, that he ends up getting bonded with, is like, no, I'm getting you out of here. You're the chosen one. We have to go collect <laughs> all the other fairy, furry, whatever <laughs> things. And he's like, nah, I want to stay here. I want <laughs> I'm bread. Just like, <laughs> She's like, I, I just want bread. Like it's free bread. Actually, a random note. Um, this just popped up because you're talking about just buying these games and doing reviews and stuff like that. What would be Sharon's stamp of approval when purchasing a new game? Like, what is your process to determine, you know what, I'm going to buy this game or I'm going to skip over this game because I'm not sold on what they're offering? I think for me, like, again, just my preference, the first um, hurdle games have to get through is... I guess it doesn't have to be necessarily, but you're definitely on my radar at the very least if you're JRPG turn-based. Uh, the turn-based is not as essential nowadays, and we'll probably get to that later. But um, that's definitely, generally speaking, what I look for first. Next is probably the visuals, because it's a video game. You're looking at something. If you do not like the graphics, it's not going to be as enjoyable of that of an experience in my personal opinion. So there's that. And if I guess if the game has voice acting, like I feel like I'm not super critical about that unless it's like blaringly bad, but I don't think I've ever really come across a video game that's like that or it's never gotten to the point where it bothered me. But yeah, I guess that's kind of what I go for. I think just the mechanics in general, the being turn-based is part of it. But like, if it's too cumbersome of certain mechanics, I, even if it is turn-based or this or that, I might not go for it. And a game that comes to mind is actually Tales of Berseria. That game is not turn-based. It's more of an action RPG. But I remember watching a playthrough of it by Xenofrox Raiden. And even he was... Unless I'm remembering wrong, so if you also happen to watch that, feel free to correct me. But from my memory, he enjoyed it for the most part, but just the certain combo mechanic was a bit cumbersome and it was just kind of annoying. And like, that's, I don't want to deal with that. You know, I'm not super strategic. I'm not like, yeah, I want this particular combination to optimize damage or evasion or whatever. I just want to kind of get through it because. As I mentioned before, one thing I really look for in video games is the storytelling. So I don't care as much about the mechanics, but I do care about the mechanics enough to be like, I want a smooth, you know, 
not cumbersome experience. So no, no, that's completely reasonable, and it's your stamp of approval. So you could choose whatever you want to approve a video game saying you want to play it. And there's so many of them out there. I'm sure you have a bunch of them on your list that you want to play. So for you, what is the next game you would like to play? Gosh, I have so many games that I have yet to play. Like literally, I have them bought already and they're either just sitting around or on my computer. For me, the next games I want to play would be just to finish off the Trails of Cold Steel arc. So currently I'm playing through Trails of Cold Steel 2. And just naturally, by natural progression, I want to play the third and fourth installments to finish it off. After that would probably be the East games. So YS. So imagine geese, like in pronunciation, just slap off the G. So it's East. Not like the direction. Go weast! (laughs) Go weast! (laughs) Don't go weast. It goes nowhere. Well, that's the only direction I go. Okay, well, I guess I'll have to go somewhere else. (laughs) Go up. Go Uh, up. Right, right. Go towards the sun at noon. You know how there's an X and Y axis? Go Z. (laughs) That's that's the only way I go. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for you, what would you say is the best part about playing video games on a personal and an emotional level? I just like how you can be in this make-believe world and just enjoy something that may not necessarily be possible. Like for me, this translates to like anime and books, how I like the overall fantasy genre. doesn't necessarily have to be for video games and whatnot, but I I find myself more drawn to that general sphere. And just with that alone, like give me magic and dragons and literally the impossible in our world and just be like, whoa, that'd just be so cool to be able to have wings and fly or to be fearless and beat up this monster for items that somehow drops and treasure chests that appear out of nowhere and then disappear like they were never there. Like, you know. And with that in mind, is there one character that you have a stronger connection with. So let's say from your favorite video game, there's a character in there saying, you know what? This is kind of like, it would. I feel like this would be me if I was in a video game. I feel like the closest, maybe not like exact, but the closest I can think of is Estelle Bright from Trail from the Trail series because she's a tomboy. Um, it's not that she doesn't care about her looks, but like she doesn't spend as much time doing that. And not to make fun of anyone who do, does take more time. I'm just saying that like it's not a priority for her. So just someone like that. But uh, I feel like she's way bolder than I am. Or like not maybe not bold is not the right word. But she seems to have a bit more courage to speak her mind than I do. But I think I just relate with the, the tomboyish, somewhat practical, you know, practical side of her because i think there's this one comment that she gets about her outfit and she's like but it's easier to run in this than like in a dress so i feel like i can relate to that because i am someone who will gladly wear just sweatpants and a t-shirt or it doesn't matter necessarily if like i'm not going anywhere if i'm just going to the supermarket then i don't care if my clothes match or not i'm not trying to impress anybody so that's that's my first thought, I feel like. No, that's a lovely thought. And once again, it's your clothes. Clothes is meant to just be worn. 
to protect you from the the nature, the environment. If it rains, you got a rain jacket. If it snows, you have a rain jacket. If it, I don't know, storms, <laughs> cats and dogs, you have a rain jacket. No, okay. So yeah, yeah, you do you. And I applaud you for being honest to yourself, saying, you know what, this is the way I see myself. This is the way I want to behave. This is the way I want to dress, regardless of what the world thinks of it. You know what? I definitely applaud that. And I think it's advice that everybody should take. Absolutely. And for you, what was your biggest challenge when you first started playing video games? When I first started playing video games, way back in the nine, 90s, early 2000s. <laughs> <laughs> you have to throw in that old voice. Right, right, right. <laughs> okay, like this. But um, I think the biggest challenge was um, not having a lot of video games. and. Um, my parents weren't, um, didn't like outlaw video games, obviously, but, um, they were kind of strict about it. So didn't have a lot growing up. My brother and I had to share and, um, it was like that for a while until I think my brother didn't want to have his like Game Boy, Game Boy Advance. So he ended up giving them to me and. As we got older, getting more video games was a little easier. But when we were younger, we had to mostly rely on our cousins, our family. So whenever we get together for like Thanksgiving or Christmas or New Year's, we go to somebody's house and somebody, unless they had it already, somebody would be bringing their like GameCube or their Wii remotes or whatever. And we would be able to play there. So games I grew up playing that I don't necessarily have myself would be like the Mario Party games, Smash, uh, Mario Kart. Do you sense a theme here? But mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. I have the same theme in my mind. <laughs> yeah. Earthworms. What? What? No? No? Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. What, you, you weren't thinking about that? That was the theme I had in mind. I don't know what you're talking about. What is Nintendo? I don't know. Why I think it's a medication speak? for your knees. Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a knee medication. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh my goodness. So that was a challenge for you when you started off. So I would imagine now, like you said, it's a little easier, but of course, everything costs money and there's a new video game that comes yeah, out that's pretty much what like every was, week. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say, like as we got older, yeah. So as an older individual, a wiser individual now, what would you say is your latest challenge? Finances. <laughs> mm, that, it's kind of like an obvious question I just asked. Like, yeah, it's more expensive. Yeah, okay, now what is like, your biggest uh, challenge? It's more expensive. <laughs> yeah, because um, I'm making my own money. My, um, I have my own bank account. You know, growing up, my, I you know had a junior account under my dad. But once I graduated high school, it's like, nope, off you go. You have your own bank account now. So... I can do whatever I want with my money. Got to be responsible about, responsible about it. But uh, yeah, that's the biggest challenge, especially when um, games go on sale and they're good sales and you have a lot of games you want to get. It's just like, ah! We're looking at you, Steam. I've definitely... <laughs> oh, yeah. Be, beware of the Steam sales. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Like, side note, I have literally three different websites I look at for video games. It's Steam, Humble, and Fanatical. It's just, oh my goodness. Like, literally, you kind of need to because prices aren't always the same for sales. But, uh, well, if this is any consolation or any 
if this is something positive, Epic has free games every week. Like some of them are AAA games as well. So maybe there will be a JRPG that will pop up there that might, I don't know, be your cup of tea. Actually, it's not a JRPG, but I did get the first Jackbox party pack for free from Epic. I literally downloaded the Epic launcher so I could get that game. And that's a really good JRPG, right? (laughs) Oh, yeah, totally. You play as this aerodynamic guy (laughs) and you go around having block parties with random strangers. Okay, so hear me out. Hear me out. So Jackbox is a party game, kind of like board games, but online with your phone. Would it be considered a JRPG if you are playing it in Japan and everybody's taking a turn to the role playing and you act as a certain character? Would that fall into the JRPG uh, <laughs> realm? <laughs> um, that's the uh, really stretching it, but uh, it's like you're not wrong. But, but... I'm kind of wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, in that case, don't take any advice from me because I have horrible advice. And what we should do is focus on Sharon because she has much better advice than this dude asking all the questions. So for you. What would you say is the most stressful part about playing video games? If you have to do something over and over again, my goodness, if you cannot figure out a puzzle, for example, or, oh my goodness, I think um, in the game Genshin Impact, when I was first playing, there's the famous hated early game area called Dragon Spine. And my goodness, you get hit with sheer cold if you're in the area and that means that you're progressively building up like this cold status and if it gets maximized you start losing health and then like you could potentially die and you get whisked away to the nearest waypoint tower but uh it's so annoying when you're first exploring it because after you complete um the initial quest you get this food item that allows you to slow down the progression of that sheer cold bar increasing. But my goodness. And <laughs> but like just certain puzzles in general in Genshin, I'm just like, you don't get right away. Or like, I don't care enough to actually be like, hey, I think I'm noticing a pattern here. Like literally a bunch of puzzles. I'm just like, just keep trying randomly until it works. Okay, so this this has to lead me to this question. What kind of gamer are you in the sense that if you're playing against a, against a boss or a puzzle that you cannot solve, do you just keep going to the end or do you get angry at the game? It's like, what? Or kind of like one of those things where you think you didn't get hit, but you got hit and you say, how can that be possible? I did. I rolled runs and I, I didn't get hit, but it hit me. The AI is stupid. This is cheating. The game's broken. What, what kind of gamer are you? Me? I'm just like, I will only try so hard or so much. Or if I feel like it's too cumbersome to do it on my own, I think it's going to take too long. Even if I could figure it out on my own, I don't want to spend all my time doing like figuring out a puzzle because again, I care more about the story. So I just want to get through this puzzle and progress. So I have literally done this for Genshin Impact where I kind of get the general gist of like, oh, there's like this multi-part puzzle I have to do. And I'm just like, yeah, I guess I could figure it out, but I don't want to. So I will literally look up guides so I can just follow <laughs> it and complete the puzzle. I kid you not. Oh, my goodness. So additionally to that question, I um for action games like Genshin, I am just a hack and slash like 
I am terrible at dodging. Some of the time, I don't even bother dodging. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm taking damage, but I need to hit you. And if I hit you enough, <laughs> if my stats are high enough, you will die eventually. <laughs> like, like, I do get some strategy like, oh, this and this combo. Like, it's really good because it's like, oh, this will increase my attack or this will increase my um whatever defense or, or that it'll decrease their defense or make them frozen for a little bit or whatever. I'm slowly learning that, but I'm not like sitting with a graph be like oh this combination does this this combination does that i don't have all that memorized and i don't really care to memorize it and that's one reason why i like turn based so like i don't have to worry about dodging you select an action the stats do it for you if your stats are really good you'll dodge a lot if your stats are really bad you will get hit and take a lot of damage you know what when you said you hack and slash it just reminds me of one of the internet classic videos uh leroy jenkins for people who don't know what that is basically it's people playing a video game called world of warcraft and they're about to fight this big boss and everybody a group probably of 20 people are in a circle making out a plan strategizing and just going into great detail and this one person is like all right we're going in or something like that and he goes leroy jenkins and just runs in and people are like wait what what was going on we're going we're going in okay, we're going in and they all went in and they all just died <laughs> it was just funny oh like, it just reminds that that imagined that it was you it was like you know what screw it i'm going in <laughs> like i'm not anti-plan but like i'm not gonna sit there for an hour coming up with the most optimal the more plan you know it's like oh do we have a healer do we have a good characters that have good uh high attack stats okay yes yes good let's go like <laughs> like um attack first plan later oh yeah exactly and additionally to that question so for the trails game specifically like i don't want to say trails is the only game that has this this mechanic but like for certain like big boss fights you have the option to retry and you can either retry at the level, the difficulty level you have to, uh, the entire game set. Like say, example, you're playing on normal or whatever. If you can retry and it'll be like just the same. But there's also an option for you to retry, but also for that specific battle only, you can retry with their stats lowered. Like they'll have less um, HP or they'll, you know, they'll start attacking with less damage, for example. And if I have to retry a battle, I almost always do the retry but make it easier because again i don't i want to get through the battle <laughs> i want to progress with the story so i don't care about like you know getting it on my own like just go just go 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 i don't know for me whenever a game says it do you want to try easier i feel like are you insulting me are you saying i can't do this <laughs> sometimes like you know what give me the hardest mode no i'm not doing it easy i'm not doing it either give me normal or hard it's kind of like oh you tried but you can't do it i'm like no i can't and eventually i just give up and do the easy mode i'm like okay i just want to pass <laughs> i'm like okay i can't do it <laughs> that reminds me of a, a youtuber i'm subscribed to he goes by the name of pharaoh fiasco and he also is someone who does playthroughs of games with commentary. And he's just like you. <laughs> he will play, play not necessarily on the hardest level, but he usually doesn't play things on normal and definitely not easy. He, he usually lands around like the hard level. I know that can be kind of suggest, subjective, mm -hmm. like game to game. But generally, he plays on hard. And if he has to retry a battle, he will literally retry on that same difficulty level. I feel like very, very rarely did he ever be like, okay, I need to 
to do this on an easier thing. Because I remember there were certain battles he would literally retry like 11 times. And like, I need to like, oh, I need to change up this strategy. I need to place the characters here and not there. Like, oh, maybe I need to change up their um their weapon lineup or whatever. And just like, yeah, he just reminded me of that guy. It reminds me, I don't know if you've ever played this game, but it's called Cuphead. And it's just a retro game kind of like set in the 30s style animation, kind of like a Disney style. But it is so hard and so frustrating. And there is no easy mode, I think. If there is, I don't think I've ever found it. But it's just one of those games. And I'm, I digress because I can go into hours on how certain video games just uh, trigger me in the sense that I want to complete it the way it was intended to be completed. <laughs> but for you, what are some misconceptions about people who play video games? The first thing that comes to mind is that video games is not a viable career or they're like a waste of time. I feel like this is borderline stereotyping the older generation. And there, I f- there is some truth to it from like their perspective, from how they grew up and things like that. It's not easy to be a top pro gamer and you know, you have to put on put in a lot of hours, a lot of money, and you might not even get there. So there's some credibility to what, like, not just the older generation, but just in general. It's just like, it's not like, for example, going to school to be a therapist, which is a little bit more sure, a little bit more stable, so to speak. You have kind of technically higher chances than being top tier that, you know, 1%. But uh, I feel like, we should be able to be more open that it's not our grandparents' generation anymore. You can literally be making a career being very creative. It doesn't have to be the traditional be a doctor, be a lawyer, be an engineer kind of thing. You can do what makes you happy. Of course, you got to pay the bills, got to be realistic, but there's nothing wrong with following your dreams. Just try to make time for it on the side. And if you can, get to that point where you can be full-time or you don't have to be full-time with your day job then that's great that's what that's what i think anyway Mm -hmm. yeah for me i'm all about hobbies i don't know if i'm like oh yeah turn every hobby into a career but you know what i respect everybody's choice on where they want to go with their direction with their passion absolutely support that yeah and another misconception that i think you helped me realize I don't believe this misconception. I just want to be clear. I don't believe it. It's just one yes, that I've he heard. Does not be- <laughs> yeah, he does not believe it. And it's also somewhat stereotypical. Maybe not so much nowadays, but there was definitely some, I don't know, not credibility. It was more prevalent, I guess, back in the day. That girls, like, it's kind of weird for them to be playing video games. It's just like, like, how did that even happen? Like, it's not like there were male targeted video games only right i don't know like because there's plenty of more girl audience female identifying audience games out there even back then but i don't know i guess it, it really is that like societal expectation of like guys play video games girls play with dolls and just like guys can play with dolls girls can play video games girls can be good at video games can be just as good if not better than guys 
Like, I don't think gender should have a say in like what's appropriate. Like, girls, obviously, I play video games. Like, I'm, I identify as being female girl in every aspect. But uh, I don't know. There, I'm sure there's just some person out there that's like, girls shouldn't be playing video games. But I feel like that's a mindset that's not really out there anymore. Like, I remember as um, Alex and I are preparing for this podcast and our emails, and just like, I feel like I don't really have much to say because I feel like these misconceptions aren't really misconceptions anymore. Like, I don't really hear about these kind of things. I I pers- personally never really experienced it. No one's ever called me out and be like, why are you playing video games? You're a girl. I've mm-hmm. never heard that. I've never heard my friends hear that either. And yeah, the video game one about like being a career and stuff. I also have not heard that. I don't plan on being a pro gamer. So that doesn't really apply to me either way. But I just remember there's a reality TV show called Survivor. And I remember one season there was a female player and she's a pro video game player. I assume she still is. If she's not, then that's obviously her choice. But I think this was a a special season where it was like literally, I think, Gen X versus Millennials. So it was very interesting to see the older generation and their views and how they would approach the Survivor game versus the younger players. And also just not just their approach, but what their actual occupations are. Like literally, as I just said, that one female player is a pro video game player. And I think she mentioned how it's like, well, look at me, I'm playing video games for a living. And I I don't know if she mentioned whether her parents approve or not but like yeah there's just like it just shows that there are some people that kind of face that but i feel like it's dwindling i hope it's dwindling because it's a different world than how the older generation grew up so and yeah you know what uh for those who have gone through that kind of harassment on in video games i'm terribly sorry you had to go through that it sucks People shouldn't be doing this to other people, especially in video. I say especially in video games, but in video games as well, because video games is a way for people to just relax and enjoy themselves. Don't try to exclude anybody from playing a game. Come on. Why would you do that? Wait, if anybody does that to you, regardless if you're a guy, girl, whatever you believe in, anything like that, if anybody attacks you, send me them my way, send me their way so I can defend you from them. That made sense in my head, how I said it. Basically, what I'm saying is I want to support you, but yeah, and it's great to see that people are thriving. I have a lot of female friends who are in video games, and they're a lot better than me at video games. One of them, they're a couple. They're about to have a kid. Uh, I don't want to reveal their name, but she's better at me in a lot of the games we play, and she introduced me to a few games as well. And yeah, I, I love playing party games with my friends, and some of my male and female friends are better than me. I'm basically saying that I'm not very good at video games, but I love it. <laughs> I was going to say that like how you're like, oh, I'm saying that right. Or that sounded better in my head. I was going to type in and be like, I can say I can I can help you with that. (laughs) He wants to be your knight in shining armor. He will approach the enemy on a white horse with the sun gleaming in the background with his baguette sword and his pie shield. And he (laughs) will go up to their door and whack them with the spread. (laughs) I would never whack them with food. That's my food. I would whack them with, I don't know, flour or I'd bring a megaphone to use my voice. 
my my intimidating voice. <laughs> Just yes, them away. it's very deep, bassy mm, voice yes. that I cannot re- replicate, even though I'm somewhat trying. <laughs> yes, same for same. I can't tell the difference. It's the same voice. <laughs> same voice as me. We're copying. You know, have you seen that um, the office meme where there's like two pictures and the bottom picture is a is a character from the office be like they're the same picture. Mm-hmm. It, that's that's us right now. I've never seen the office, by the way. Well, actually, <gasps> that's not true. I've seen an episode, but I've never seen the series. If there's one episode I have to recommend is the fire safety one. But that's a discussion for another time. <laughs> what has playing video games taught you in life? Okay, if I had to say something would be, you got to work hard and put in the effort to get better at something. My goodness, just you cannot get better, truly better if you do not take things seriously, take the time for it to get truly good. It takes time. You can't just be an overnight success. That just doesn't happen. Look at video games, uh, anime, even though it's a fictional plot, fictional characters, there's truth in it. And I think that really hits home with uh, with Genshin Impact. I keep, I keep mentioning that game, but that game takes so long to um, get good artifacts, get good weapons, and to really figure out what you're doing. And yeah, it's a it's not like a really bad or steep or whatever learning curve. But again, it it's just with anything. It just takes time to get used to, and I think that's the biggest thing that I learned from video games. Yeah. Just put in the effort. Don't be lazy like me. <laughs> and the beautiful thing too is well with video games that were what, 2021? There are so many video games out there that at this point, there's probably one for you if you haven't found it yet. Not you per se, Sharon, but I mean you as the general public. Oh yeah, yeah. Just the, <laughs> the general. No, it's the royal you. The royal, the royal you. <laughs> yes. mm, with the crown and the monocle and all that. <laughs> yes. And for you, do you want to present this hobby to the world or use it more as an escape from reality? Like, I don't mind sharing it publicly with the world. I guess I'm kind of doing that with my podcast because I do talk about video games, but I'm not being like, here, shove it in your face. You got to eat it for breakfast. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I want to share it with people who want to receive it. Like, I don't want to force people to play video games or like, I'm not trying to convince people to play video games. If it's something you'll naturally be drawn to, re- regardless of if someone talks to you about it or not, because even if you don't necessarily play video games yourself, you know what video games are, generally speaking. So you don't need someone trying to shove it down your throat. Maybe you might get that if you ask for recommendations. Uh, that's danger territory right there. But, <laughs> but at the same time, it is a bit of an escape. From reality, I think I mentioned just like how I don't really, I know I don't know if I mentioned it, but I'll say it again just in case. It's just a nice way to re- rewind, relax again. Imagine yourself in a world that's just not your own, being able to do things. I think that's one reason I like playing RPGs because you can kind of self-insert. Like I'll pick a female character, for example. Not always. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you don't get to choose. You just get stuck with the character, regardless of gender or identity or whatever but um like oh i can imagine myself as this character i'm going around this area i get to pet this cat that's totally fantastical right petting cats but yeah just it's a little bit of both but carefully 
sprinkle some salt. Yeah, and you found that balance. Sometimes you want to share it with the world. Sometimes you just want to keep it for yourself, and that's completely fine. And also, some of these games also have a social aspect. You can play co-op. You can play versus. You can play with other people. And then nowadays, it's easier than ever to just find some people who have the same interest as you in that video game, and you create this friendship as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't necessarily through video games initially, but there's this one friend I met through. My voice acting classes, and we talk from time to time. Sort of, we're still in the early friendship stages, sort of. But like, we both like playing video games. We we're kind of playing the similar video games, like with Pokemon and Fire Emblem. So, and Genshin Impact. So, I'll be like, "Hey, make this reference," and you totally get it. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> but that's that's how it is. Friendships. It takes time to create a great friendship. Or you can be like me and Alex, and we just hit it off like we've been known each yeah, other for like ever. Yeah, it took time. What, five seconds? That's that's a long time. Yeah, that's technically <laughs> taking time. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's technically time yeah. is relevant. Sure. And uh, I've asked this question at the beginning of the episode, but I'll ask it again at the end. Do you have any social media links, websites, or projects you're working on that you would love to share with the listeners? I don't think I need to uh, reiterate my socials, but uh, oh, one thing I do, I think I do want to mention is. Uh, my podcast, I've, I te- I'm technically going through a series of talking about the Trails games. Just um, my thoughts on it. It's kind of like a review. Kind of not really-ish. Yes, sure. Well, however you want to uh, view it. And yeah, so I go through talk about, yeah, just the visuals, the mechanics, characters, plot, miscellaneous stuff. Yeah, it's just my thoughts and not meant to be super serious or in-depth like some people go through. It's pretty casual. And I was I was technically going through the first Trails in the Sky game. And I guess because of voice acting happened. So I was just like, oh, put the podcast on hold so I can focus on voice acting. And then I kind of got back into it um, with Alex's episode or... Or maybe I wanted to talk about Fire Emblem. I forget my own order of episodes. But uh, I know breaks happen somewhere in there. And I am technically going through a series. So I hope I can finish that. And yeah, I guess just that's my current project. And I'm still ongoing with voice acting classes and whatnot. Trying to save up for like a beginner's booth or whatever. So I can stop putting up my pillow plushie for it. As funny as that is, it's not the best and it's i'm too lazy to keep setting that up so to have a designated spot where i can just walk in maybe set up a little bit and just get going would be very nice you know what i'll put all those down below so people can go check that out and i completely understand what you mean about trying to have that perfect sounding area a little booth I made a meme today about this lady in a bird cage and people saying oh it looks like a place for birds and i'm like audio producers and editors would be like this is a place for a booth. There's a booth in yeah. there. It was, it, was, it was a really big birdcage. <laughs> really? Yeah, I saw that tweet and I commented on it. <laughs> but the, the funny thing is, it's like a legit option. Like if it, you get a big enough birdcage that's tall enough, you literally just drape the, audio, uh, the acoustic blankets, just clip them on or whatever, and you literally have a sound booth. A birdcage is a nice sturdy enough frame. Like, you know how people use PVC pipe or whatever? 
Just just use the birdcage. Just use the birdcage. Now we just got to go find it. <laughs> you might have to keep stepping in and stepping out in this, you know, narrow door. But honestly, it, it's viable, technically speaking. <laughs> Make sure to not have birds in it while you do it. Just FYI. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. You don't want them pooping on your equipment. Unless that's your type of show where you talk about boob, birds, 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 birds. Yeah, they're birds. See, I, once again, birds? yeah, birds. <laughs> it's like, uh, I can't speak correctly, but yeah, let's go with that word, birds. So that's, yeah. Unless that's your type of show there where you want birds to poop on you and you're all about that, that's your thing. I'm not here to judge, but you can judge me pronouncing the word bird incorrectly. But yeah, but so back to the actual episode, which is not about birds pooping. The last question I have for you is, do you have any questions for me about playing video games? Please remind me if you said this already, but like your preferred genre, like how me, for me, it's fantasy jrpg turn-based but for you what does that entirely entail i am really all over the place when it comes to video games like the one i have the most hours in right now is super smash brothers that has to be my all-time favorite game <laughs> and smash brothers ultimate i think i have nice. over a thousand hours <laughs> whoa and, whoa yeah. my goodness my oh my goodness i remember playing that game you remember playing that game Oh yeah, I, I well ultimate. I haven't played a lot, but I remember playing melee and brawl a lot. Oh, speaking of that game, who is your main? Uh, I technically have three mains, so isn't it in no specific order? It either goes okay. I guess Mega Man first, Greninja, Min Min. Who? <laughs> so, wait, wait, the last one. Min Min. Min Min. Yeah, M-I-N-M-I-N. She's a DLC character. She's from the game Arms. Arms? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Arms. It's, uh, it came out on the Switch a couple of years ago. But uh, yeah, her arms extend. She's like a ramen character. Her arms are made out of ramen. Wait, wait what? <laughs> you, you'll have to look it up on YouTube. You'll, you'll know what I'm saying. It sounds weird when I'm explaining it here. But so yeah, for people who don't know, Super Smash Brothers is a fighting game of a bunch of iconic characters. I also like playing, um, like I'm currently playing Battlefield 2048. Um, I also like playing puzzle games. I like playing Rocket League, Pokemon, of course. I am all over the place. The only thing I don't like to play is horror video games. Just because I'm I am horrible. with you on that. I am horrible with scary games. Like I remember I played Bioshock, the first one or the second one. I can't remember which one was. But the first scene, you come out of this like elevator and you go out onto this bridge and you hear this girl scream to death. And I'm like, ah, this is where I turn off the game. <laughs> then I return to it. This is back <laughs> in the days when you can rent video games. That was that was a uh, yeah, that was me. I'm like, mm -mm, nope, not for me. You heard that scream? I know better than then go walk and follow that scream. Mm -mm. <laughs> oh my goodness. So you wouldn't play games like Resident Evil or like, yeah. I would. Uh, to be honest, I would. You, to, you... To, for people to get a laugh out of me getting scared. Yeah, why not? I'm, I'm game. Really? Oh yeah, I'm game for that. But I got to be like quiet because my son's sleeping, but maybe when he's awake or he's out for the day, I don't know, working his day job nine to five. He's what, one year old? He's one year oh, old? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. He's nine to five pro job. professional street cleaner, street fighter. He likes to clean, clean our floors and eat my wife's hair. Yeah, that's, that's his thing. <laughs> but yeah, like I would, I would play horror video games, uh, but 
once again, it's not my favorite, but I tried, but I would get freaked out and might jump a few times. Yeah, he jumps so high, he pokes holes in the ceiling. I'm just extending the height of my house. That's what I'm doing. Just by jumping, I make it a little higher every time. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's he's going for that open concept. Yeah, skylight everywhere, skylight. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. You know how you set up, you know, lights in your room? You, you don't need to do that. Just, you know, you know. Yeah, and then during wintertime, free snow. Perfect. So there you have it. Another body with a hobby. Thank you so much, Sharon, for coming on and just geeking out with the video games with me. It's been a pleasure. You're always a pleasant person to talk to. If you guys want to learn more about Sharon, I'll put all the links down below in the bio or show notes so you guys can go check that out. If you'd like to be on my podcast or have any questions at all, you can send me an email at timeforyourhobby at gmail.com. And of course, if you like the podcast and want to show some support, you can leave a review. It can be on Good Pods, Podchaser, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you can leave reviews. You can also show support because I have a Patreon and I sell merchandise on Redbubble. All that will be down below, so very easy to find. So, Sharon, once again, thank you very much for coming on. Thank you so much. This was so fun. I enjoyed it very, very much. And, oh, I guess for those of you listening, uh, just a reminder, Alex was a guest on my podcast. So please check out that episode. It was so, so fun. And as a for you guys, because you're, you're awesome people listening to this podcast episode. Alex, I, I plan on having him back. He's just yes. that awesome of a dude. Oh, thank you. And I would love to be back. There's a return fee of five lo loaves of bread. So once he pays that fee, he's welcome back anytime. Will you accept raisin bread? No. Well, I'm sorry. That's all I have. Sorry, raisin or nothing. <laughs> Expired oh, I guess he, oh, never mind. He's not going to be a guest. Oh, no, I'm coming back. I'm going to sneak in. I'm going to be sneaking to your Zoom phone call and then just do a different voice. I'm going to do my, my voice acting voice. So I'm going to talk like this. Just, no, this is going to be my voice from now on. And then uh, we're going to do the podcast episode. So it, it's not Alex. It's uh, Ax Axel. That's my name, Axel. Mm -hmm. Different oh, guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to hire Jun Yoon as my digital bodyguard. So he right, can right. kick you out. Well, you got to kick me out a few times because I'm quick. I come back. I'm quick. <laughs> Jun Yoon is quicker. Okay. He's quicker. I'm sorry, Jun. I'm sorry, Jun. Yeah. Mandatory Jun mentioning. Yes, we have to. Jun, 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 Jun. There. Hopefully he is. Oh, and flying pigs. And flying pigs. Three times. Flying pigs, flying pigs, flying pigs. There. Done. I think we've finished our quota of things we had to say by law. But yeah, you're right. I was a guest on your podcast and I'll put that link down below so people can go check that out and show you even some more support. So until the next episode, make some time for your hobby. Take care.